guys. Episode 3 of WrestlePodia, we're really doing it, and we've, we've got Joe Clark City back in the house. Do that, baby. We're uh, all remote. You guys are in LA, I'm in Dallas, Texas, and so far this place is disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to Dallas, Harry? No, I've been to some other parts of Texas. That I've been to San Antonio, and I've been to Amarillo, and I've been to like Harlingen, which is right on the border, but that's about it. I think I've heard good things about the city, but I'm in surrounded by all the corporations and hotels and everything so i feel like i'm just in downtown anaheim or something <laughs> that's the place to be baby place to be downtown but, uh, anaheim when i think downtown anaheim that's the place all good things all good things how was vegas joe uh, it was awesome man um went to a cool super Bowl party with my freshman year college roommate um Whoa. We're both Lebanese, and he had this big Lebanese gathering. My mom was there. She was saying ridiculous things, as usual. So, as usual. Uh, <laughs> it was a blast, man. That's cool. Oh, I saw, saw our boy RVD. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I hope we can get him on here. I just want to like, ask him about, like, storytelling and, like, stuff. Uh, just, like, he has really cool insight and that sort of thing of, like, what gets over, what doesn't get over. Like, I think that would be awesome to have him on here for that. Oh, absolutely. I'd love to hear about his current storyline, because he's rocking it right now. It's oh, pretty great. Dude, um, he was telling me some of some <laughs> stuff that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, I want to I wanna hear uh, what made him do that thing that got them banned from Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a legit thing? Are we being worked? Is he actually in a three-way relationship? I, uh, I don't know where it starts or where it stops. <laughs> Rob and Katie are the type of people that, even if this wasn't a real three-way relationship, they probably all had sex anyway <laughs> to get in the role. <laughs> it sounds like he's been working with uh, Joey Ryan coming up here, so I think that's going to be awesome. Oh, that's going to be great. Yeah, that'll be good, so... It's it fun, it's fun to see him impact. Like, um, obviously, they had the stigma from the 2010s, but like now they're kind of falling into this like weird, like uh, ECW type edgy brand stuff that's kind of entertaining in a weird way. It's unfortunate how good wrestling is right now because <laughs> you, you know it's you know it's good when slash bad when impacts. <laughs> yeah, this when is I an hear impact strict good. podcast. By the way, is that that's how we're going to separate <laughs> ourselves? We only talk impact. We probably get listeners that way. Like, yeah, whoa, this podcast true. actually talks about impact? We got to start creating this small YouTube shoot uh, clips about us talking about impact. That's not a bad but idea. You guys are so into impact. <laughs> Unapologetically, too. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he uh... says, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is already off the rails. We've done nothing but talk about Impact Wrestling for the first time. That's good. Uh, I like that idea, though, Joe. Maybe we'll have a little Impact Corner at some point. That we'll would just... be awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. We can have Rob be the uh, recurring phone gu- uh, phone call guest. I was just going to say, yeah, if Rob wants to be on it, then, then we have to do Impact. <laughs> yeah, that's a must. Wow. I don't remember the last time I watched Impact. What channel is it on now? I don't even know. YouTube. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I think it is. Let's talk about wrestling. That was enough impact. That's all <laughs> yeah, I know that was the impact corner for the first 20 yeah. minutes. But guys, did you watch Raw? Everybody watch Raw? Yeah, I watched Raw. It's good now. I mean, yeah. it's not. It's 
light years better than what it was a couple months ago. Yeah, I love the Edge Randy Orton stuff. I love oh, yeah. it. So that's well awesome. Done. Randy Orton, he's uh, I think he's doing awesome. That promo he cut was great. When he's actually into what he's doing, he's so good. Which is never, but like now it's <laughs> the first time I feel like. Yeah, since probably his 2004 match with Mick Foley at Backlash. <laughs> <laughs> that's an amazing match. So good. <laughs> uh, I think that's the last hardcore match in WWE. Unless you count the Insane Asylum with Jericho and Dean Ambrose. Uh, what about the House of Horrors, guys? Come on. That's true. House of Horror. So Charlotte's going after the NXT title, it seems. Yeah, I didn't see that segment yet. I was working up to it, but oh, okay. heard good things. Spoiler but we can alert. talk about it. Um, it's it's weird. I don't know. It just it feels like it's almost like like a like a, a it's like a pity award. Like oh here we we feel bad for NXT, so we're gonna give Charlotte uh, to you guys for this Mania match. Also, I don't I don't I don't I like Rhea Ripley. I think she's great. She's incredibly talented. I do not think she deserves this big of a match with Charlotte. I honestly hope that Bianca Belair wins that title at NXT TakeOver Portland. There's a good chance of that. Bianca got involved in the segment, didn't she? Yeah, I didn't watch uh, all of NXT yet. I only watched like, the first 20 minutes, but I heard that happen. Did you catch NXT, Joe? Uh, I've just been listening to Melter this week. <laughs> uh, so I'll, that's the worst cop-out ever. But, uh, <laughs> I'm all for just not having Charlotte Bailey part a million, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. At least it's something This is a way better alternative. It's, it's a good way that they could have written themselves in a corner with if they had her go after Bailey or Becky, because we would have all seen that before. They yeah. could have done something, but mm-hmm. it's nice that they didn't write themselves into a corner and we're getting something fresh. Bianca yeah. versus Charlotte would be pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah, Bianca's awesome. Yeah, she really is. I like Rhea Ripley. I think the general fan base enjoys her, too. I think both both feuds will go well, but Bianca has way more of an identity. Yeah, yeah, Rhea Ripley's just like, I'm cool, I'm Australian, I dress this way. She also wore contacts, apparently. I didn't notice, but that's what I heard. Of. Yeah, I didn't notice that either. The opening of NXT, though, was fantastic. You're right, Ari. Matt Riddle tore it up. Oh, yeah, the br- the broser weights and that, that cart. How much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? <laughs> oh, my God, it's so good. Did the like, crowd sings- chant that? Yeah, uh, Matt yeah, Riddle started like singing over and over again. He never messed it up. It was incredible. Wow. Yeah, because like Bobby Fish is like, we got there's we got bigger fish to fry, and then he's like, Bobby Fish just said fish, and then he just yeah. started <laughs> this, this rhyme, and I was like, oh my god, they're really laying into I, the stoner thing. Yeah, they really are. I love Full Sail just because it's such a small, passionate audience. I don't know what it's going to be like when NXT moves to bigger venues, but yeah, but just. Matt Riddle saying that got such a loud pop. I don't know if he'd get that in a bigger arena. Yeah, I just want him to keep um, starting shit with the older wrestlers and like the legends. <laughs> so I think it's good. awesome, dude. I want to. Yeah, I want to see him fight Brock. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> It'd be so good. I kind of like him getting heat backstage the way he is. I think it's interesting. Makes him that much more compelling, and he's just already super entertaining. Yeah, and I, I think Triple H is backing him on it. I think that's why. He's still oh, getting pushed really cool. heavily. Yeah, they yeah. Are. I mean, that's just my guess. There's the Rumble thing is super it. dumb, though. I hate that they eliminate him that quickly. 
Yeah, I guess that was punishment, right? Yeah, From what we probably. heard, yeah. That's all right. That's he, so dumb. He it's like, he's trying to get over. Like, let him cause some chaos. Well, that's another reason why Vince McMahon is out of control. He's so out of his mind when he's like, they're not grabbing the brass ring. <laughs> and then Matt Riddle tries doing something out of the box, and he gets punished for it. Throw him out in five seconds, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> What do you guys think about that whole thing with that, uh, that the guy from the House of Representatives uh, saying that the State of the Union was like wrestling and how fake it was? I thought it was great for wrestling. I think <laughs> I think all those wrestlers got so bent out of shape. Like it's not like he's making fun of wrestling. Like he's just basically saying like this feels like it's like the crazy over the top like pre- like predetermined nonsense of wrestling, which it is. I mean, yeah, that's he's, what he's, I agree with WWE when he said Hall it. Of Famer. It's not like this is out of the ordinary. The guy was was part of a main event of WrestleMania. He's a wrestling character. Yeah. People getting all... They get bent out of shape for that, but not 8 million of the other things that are going wrong with our politics. They're a bunch of... Like, they're a bunch of whiny crybabies. Pro yeah, wrestling is. is more real than politics. Of course. Yes. Absolutely. Which is crazy. Yeah. I, uh, uh, yeah, it's, people get so sensitive about it, but he wasn't insulting it. He was just saying it was like wrestling, which is almost a compliment to wrestling. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> he was making fun <laughs> of politics. Yeah. I worked at an LA Times show that was covering caucus, and I was just like, what is going on in Iowa right now, Joe? Complete disaster. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You got out before that happened. Yeah. Yeah. I love Iowa. I love you. Just never hold an organized vote again for the rest <laughs> of your lives. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Iowa and politics and and all that, Angel Garza appeared on Raw as Humberto's cousin. Oh yeah. Oh, he's. I didn't even know he's supposed to be his cousin. Yeah. So Are they actually related, for, or is that just storyline? I'm sure it's just story. That's that but the inner. That's the, real. Inner 1991 weaving. of WWE to do that. <laughs> yeah. Let's take this Mexican guy They're both and make him related to the other Mexican guy. They have to be related. But I think I like the interweaving of NXT peering in on Raw and SmackDown, and it doesn't have to be tied to one show. On his uh, on Humberto Carrillo's uh, Wikipedia, it's, it says family is Garza family. Oh, so they Whoa. might be. Wait, okay, so here we I go. I told you. Okay, here, it. here, here. Apparently. <laughs> Oh, wait, they might have... Okay, so Humberto Garza had a kid named Humberto Garza Jr., and his kid is Humberto Carrillo. And then Angel Garza's parent, which is unidentified, according wow. to Wikipedia, is, re- like, a sibling of Humberto Garza Jr., so they might actually be related. Unless we're getting worked by Wikipedia. I'm going to slow clap this one. Uh, yeah, good research, Harry. Somebody's got to do it. That's my bit for the night, guys. Credit 23 of yeah. Oh, well, whoever figured that out that they were related and is tying that together on Raw as a perfect transition while Andrade's gone. Oh, yeah. I, from, I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was that's so good. That's what that's what is making Raw better right now is they're just smooth in their continuity. Like, the Buddy Murphy joining Rollins was so well done. When he took that loss from Aleister Black for the last time and he sat ringside for a segment or two. And then cool. when Rollins came out, he helped Rollins. It was like... Yes, this is great. Perfect crossover. Uh, what do you think a good faction name would be for them? Let's see. I mean, the LWO, maybe? If, if, he's, <laughs> if he's the money of Messiah. 
Yes. And they just be like you the win disciples tonight, or something. <laughs> what are you saying, Harry? <laughs> I mean, oh my God! If they're if he's the Monday Night Messiah, wouldn't they just be like the disciples or something? Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, like another well, word we're for going disciples. LWO. <laughs> the Latino world order filled with a bunch of white dudes and two dudes from like Eastern Europe. Vince is like, oh, no, I meant Umberto and Angel. This is wrong. That yeah. my Vince is getting really bad. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll work on that this week. It's good. It it sounds like how somebody would voice Vince McMahon in a cartoon. <laughs> Camp WWE was the thing yeah, for that a was second. Terrible. You... Yeah, I was gonna oh. text you boys today. This is like way off course, but um. I feel like Adam Page is impossibly starting to get over in a weird way. Yeah, this alcohol storyline is fantastic. actually working for him. Yeah, <laughs> guys, alcoholism's cool. Didn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. This is like the Scott Hall 1999 program we're in. It's crazy. I mean, I I'm still whatever. I still I'm like half watching AEW. I I, I don't. I'm not invested enough to want to fully watch it. Like I, they need to get a title off Riho ASAP. <laughs> She's I, I agree uh it's not there yet but i feel like they're making their way where i'm like starting to get to the point where i'm like okay i kind of want to see what's about to happen now you know yeah oh, the problem yeah. is the only segments that i watch watch without like looking away are jericho's segments with moxley and cody segments and you cannot re- make an entire company on two ex wwe employees or three you need more talent and i said this to someone a while back but i'm like I don't need to see the Lucha Brothers in a tag team anymore. Both of those guys are incredible single stars. I watch every fucking episode of Lucha Underground, and those two are way too good to just be utilized in a tag team. I just like, man, Pentagon was one of the greatest heels in Lucha Underground, and and Phoenix was an incredible babyface, and they are lacking so many top talent people right now. It's either you're the three ex-WWE guys who are the top tier, or you're like mid to low level jabroni status mm-hmm. or your mjf who like has potential but he's he's super young and all of his like promos involve oh your mom gave me a blow job and it's like no that's not good you're just being a shithead <laughs> but dude that lashing segment cody mjf yeah. lashing oh, was so good, it was good. It was but also great. like was- wardlow like who the fuck is this guy yeah and he's like true. a it's like MGF's big muscle that he carries around. But he's he can't done. All this. He has done nothing to make us think that he's good at that. Like he's just. Well, like, he's we've just got like, a cage next cage match next week with him and but, Cody, which I could be like Cody just gets his ass whipped by Wardlow. But that's like the first match he's gonna have, and cage matches are not like oh, big dudes win cage matches. Like it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like <laughs> I want, I want to see Wardlow just fucking beating dudes up for three weeks leading up to this cage match. He's a, he just looks like a jabroni. <laughs> he was probably t- learning how to wrestle the last, like, four weeks. That's the problem, is that they get all these guys mm. who are, like, too fresh. Ugh. They brought him up in the power plant, and they're like, you're going to mow over everybody in a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, power you can plant? only do that, versus... WCW reference? <laughs> <laughs> you bet your ass. I do love that WCW called their training center the power plant. That's pretty cool. That was yeah, out of its time. Great... It yeah, sounds, it really it sounds like all the wrestlers are like radioactive. The genetic freak Scott Steiner came from there. Oh, well, well, my freak that. Brother, I got two and three-thirds chance to beat <laughs> you, but when 
Kurt Angle's in the ring, that means you got even less of a chance. So it's <laughs> one in five A's chance and 20% chance. Because I'm going to win. Anytime Scott Steiner is on the microphone, I listen. It's amazing how that guy's still going. Yeah. Uh, did you guys watch? He's on NWA Power right now. Uh, is he? Yeah. I don't watch it, but I, mean, I kind of want to see what like, a 60-year-old Scott Steiner is going to say on the mic. It's probably going to be insane. It's yeah. probably going to be a little racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> yeah. But didn't Jim Cornette get fired for saying something racist? Yeah. 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 Something about, like, Ethiopian kids. He definitely... I don't think he meant to... Like, well, maybe he did. It's Jim Cornette. Yeah, Jim Cornette, insane. everything he says is to get people riled up. He's, he sucks. He's absolute trash. Absolute trash. Throw that motherfucker in the dump, because he's trash. Uh, yeah. Let's see. SmackDown <laughs> was pretty decent. Braun Strowman got his first Intercontinental title. Thank fucking that, God. And they celebrated it, as they should... As his first singles win, so that's good to see. It only took them like seven years to put a singles yeah. title on him. So crazy. Shinsuke was a jabroni of a champ. They did nothing with him. Shinsuke needs to go to AEW. They need one cool yeah. Japanese dude on that show. Shinsuke should defeat Riho for the women's championship. <laughs> <laughs> they need to literally have Nyla Rose just to dominate her and then like be like, fuck this title. And then she brings out one that's like 35 pounds. Did you see... Nyla Rose powerbomb Riho yeah. on the table. Why did they? She might have. Why did they use that table? That the table looked like terrifying. shit. Yeah, Joe Riho got powerbombed by Nyla on a table backstage, and the table didn't budge, oh. and Nyla just oh. tossed, like slammed her on it. I mean, when that angle, you poor woman see, is gonna die in AEW. She's so little. <laughs> I know. Like, like, her wrestling gear looks like she's wearing Depends. Yeah, I'm. I'm into it. Like I'll watch her sell all day long. She's. 75 pounds and could get snapped in half literally yeah she's kind of like has that spike dudley thing going on i There's, love that i have like spike a threshold. compilation videos are my shit on youtube <laughs> yeah. i have a threshold for like suspending my disbelief like ray mysterio oh, yeah. i i can appreciate him beating guys when you get to like marco stunt level where you are like 70 pounds soaking wet and you're like you look like a 10 year old child i'm like no i'm sorry i can't believe that marco stunt is so little but so far they're doing pretty good with him kind of one-upping some, you know, with his with his size. But he always gets his ass whipped. He makes Jungle he Boy look fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, which is saying something. I love Jungle Boy. I think he's going to be a big deal. I yeah, wish I, it were just Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. I when they added in Marco Stunt, it just felt so awkward. He doesn't really need to be there. It was just shoehorned in. It was so weird. Marco Stunt is the new anonymous GM. <laughs> oh fuck i remember that nonsense that was right when i started watching that's when you started PM. yeah was it 2011 terrible oh it's so bad yeah what did you was... think about that coming in i was like what is this shit like what <laughs> what is like why are they listening to a computer this computer has no like nothing it can do to them it's a fucking computer voice that's not a good that's time to when come you in. know you're in yeah. That is when you know. Well, that Miz That's Morrison true. match got me hooked with that false count anywhere. That was such a good match. Yeah. All right. I'll never forget that one. The Starship paying out of the ring onto the table. It's sick. Oh, they, that match? And then he did yeah. it on that, on, when they had that little, uh, the, the WWE logo kind of sitting on the top of the ramp. He, yeah. like, did it off the top of that. Oh, right. that's cool. Yeah. It was really cool. I love that's that. He's, he's, like, doing it now with no hands. I think that's awesome. Um... I wish Brock didn't throw him out in 10 seconds, but 
Yeah. It is what it is. I think you could be pushed as a top guy right now. Oh, I think oh, so, for too. Sure. He, he looks is. great. He's got all the look, but he got jabroned out of the rumble, but that's a whole other... That was a big conversation Harry and I had last week. was just like, was it worth all those guys like Morrison getting tossed out so easily by Brock just for that epic moment of Brock getting eliminated by Drew? Yeah. They should be way more s- Heath Slater's, Titus yeah. O'Neil. Yeah, totally. Uh, Riho. Uh, what were your uh, what was your guys' stance on the Rumble last week? Did you overall I like it. it or? Yeah, I, I loved yeah. it. Yeah, I, that yeah. was great. We talked about how good it was. It was. Awesome. Yeah, it was fantastic. I hated it in the moment when he was like twelve people eliminated deep, but when it like kicked into the second gear, I was like, oh, I get why they did that. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, Joe, you were at my place. It was it was a good. We had a solid crew. Dude, we popped so big for Edge. Oh, my God. I love it. We did, it. too. My buddy, Johnny, who you know, Joe, while Brock was throwing everybody out, he kept talking about how much he hated wrestling. And then when Edge <laughs> returned, he just kept talking about how much he, lo- he loves wrestling. <laughs> it's so true. Just those little moments just make it so worth it for all the it does. that you go through. I mean, I was thinking about it. It's, I remember as a kid watching Edge, like, SummerSlam 98 when he first started coming around. And it's just so weird as at age 31 uh, to see him coming back the way he did. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, it makes it all worth it. It's so cool. And it was weird, like, not that, you know, um, this is, I guess, what it is, what it is. But, like, with Kobe dying that day, it kind of was like a crazy, like, positive thing that happened that day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but on Impact... Um, what else is going on in Impact besides RVD having a freeway? Uh, Tessa Blanchard and Sammy Callahan had a match. Is she the champ now? Yeah, she's the champ. The racist. Yeah, we gotta get RVD. And a racist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, Impact needs to do anything they, they can to pop I think some they ratings. All if, hands they, on deck. if they have a racist female champion, that might not necessarily be a bad thing. <clears throat> people, t- people tune in to watch her get her ass whipped. She'll be a heel. Yeah, go all in, Impact. Be the most politically incorrect wrestling company you possibly can be. <laughs> I was going um, to try to go to bar wrestling last night, but I was just so tired and just like, I didn't know anyone else who was going. I just it, It's it's not nearly as fun to go to wrestling by yourself. No. Right. Agreed. Well, so who's on like their, because I feel like AEW came in and got a lot of their talent. Oh, yeah. So who's a on lot there? of their guys yeah. have left. And one guy who just left for NXT is uh, Jake Atlas, who is great. But like, oh. I think he's like. Let me let me look this up. He's super young, and I was like, I, I couldn't. I, I'm really happy for him, but also at the same time, I'm like, I wish he had had more time in the indies because he's like super new to the scene. He okay, so he's 25, and he made his in ring debut in 2016. Like, is this uh, Thatcher or who is this? No, that's Jake Atlas. Uh, psh, I don't even know who that is. I mean, you've probably yeah. seen him at one of the bar wrestling shows we went to. Oh, got you. Okay. I mean, I, I'm happy for him. I hope he fucking crushes it there. I was just very surprised that they just kind of, like, swooped him up and picked him up when he's just, like, he's like still pretty fresh to the wrestling in general. But, you know, more power to him. And, yeah, we, we should talk about this these two signings, Timothy Thatcher and uh, Killer Cross. I was surprised about Killer Cross because I, I had known him as, like, a big, like, TNA guy for a while. And he was in Lucha Underground. Yeah. He's bumping uglies with Scarlett Bordeaux. Yeah. <laughs> and she's in NXT, so I'm sure we'll see them soon. In other news, uh, Baron Corbin ate dog food on SmackDown. 
in what will hopefully be the final time him and Reigns ever cross paths again. Um, did he eat it, or did they just cover him in it? Oh, maybe they covered him in it, but it was for so the love gross. of God, what is going on with that feud? It's got to be it. That's like, that must have been Vince's wet dream. He loves those two. Vince gets such a boner when with with his guys when he has something for some guys and he wants them to feud. That feud's not going to stop anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, they've been feuding for months. It's been so long. <laughs> and like, why is Dolph with them? It's so weird. He's gonna, he could do yeah. so much better. Yeah, and Robert Roode. Robert Roode, that guy, one of the one of the few NXT champions who just completely flopped. On his way to the main roster. He should have yeah. just kept the... I'm surprised they got rid of his heel gimmick that he had in NXT. Because that was good. And they could have done a lot with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, was it good though? Or was it just a mute, a song and then him just pretending to be Ric Flair? He was like a rich asshole. And they could have done a lot with that. That's always a classic wrestling character. They could mm. they could have filmed him like at his house. Like doing rich guy things. Very Trumpian things. Yeah. Was that his gimmick? At one point, yeah. yeah. That's actually kind of cool. I was I just surprised. I can't that they... tell you one thing about him beyond the mustache right now. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, He's cool. got zero he has identity. A song called "Glorious." What is yeah. that mean? Yeah, it's so dumb when when a wrestler uses one word and always wraps their promo up with it. That's all he does. Yeah. It's something, yeah, something vague or bore, like just like so basic. Like I love Keith Lee. I think he should be a great performer. But the bask in my glory shit needs to go. Yeah, that is pretty heelish, and it's kind of weird how he's like he he always he does the same thing. He'll cut a promo on someone and always end it with like bask in my glory or I, limitless. I am limitless. Oh my ah, you have some yeah. limits though. I'm not gonna lie. It's like yeah, he says he's limitless, but he clearly has limits. That's not a good catchphrase, yeah. especially when I feel you, like they're just trying to force the catchphrase for like a T-shirt or something. It's like. When Stone Cold threw out 316, he didn't have any intention behind that. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, because Keith Lee has a shirt called, like, Limitless Legion with two E's. Like, Keith Lee. If I ever buy that shirt. I'm never buying that. You guys, you guys, you guys beat... You guys but I don't think that that's shirt. him. I think it's, oh, I'm sure like, it's not some him. random writers in NXT who are like, this yeah, is like that's, let's get this trending right now, you know? That's the corporate WWE that, side of things right lot. there. Yeah. I think AEW's doing a good job with just naturally evolving. Like, I think the Hangman Page thing, they didn't think it was going to get to this, and so now it's, like, interesting. Yeah, he's had a great character arc so far. I still think they're relying way too heavily on uh, being the elite. Like, most of the story development oh, is happening totally. on there. Yeah, yeah, I'll never watch that. I try to watch no. it, but I'm like, this is not funny it's not good what um even so like on a week-to-week basis a lot of the the dynamite storyline happens on bte i just feel like a lot anyone in the elite their story progression or like anyone in that crew like those guys you got like scu and like occasionally like the inner circle and they'll do story stuff or like just character work on there but when they're on television, they don't do jack shit. And it makes me so mad because they like they basically are like hoping that you're watching this fucking nonsensical internet show. AEW gets just about a million people to watch every week and there's 100,000 people tops that watch Being the Elite. They got to see that and be like, oh, maybe we should start incorporating our material and dynamite. 
Um, well, they're, uh, I think it's still good. They're growing. I think just more time is going to do a lot for them, too. For what they've done in less than a year is pretty incredible. Yeah, it's, it's great. I, I, I have so much respect for Cody. Like, those whips were brutal. And he's just yeah. doing it to get eyeballs on the screen, you know? It's like, that's pretty commendable. He had, like, the tears in his eyes and, like, so much emotion in his face. He he gets it. He's so old school. Yeah, it's like old school, like, 80s WCW. Yeah. Yeah, it's just in his blood. It's pretty cool to see. Mm-hmm. He's bringing back kind of an old school feeling to wrestling. And it looks like they're getting rid of uh, the Brandy cult, which is... They're listening to that, too. I guess on... I don't really watch Dark, but there was a segment with Brandy, and she was in therapy talking about not doing the Nightmare Collective anymore. <laughs> that's how they write it off. So, I love it. Yeah, I think that's what they did. Good. Yeah, it was so, not working. Like, it didn't make any sense. Like, Kong should just be Kong. Like, I want... Why isn't she wrestling? Can I... Can someone answer why she's not wrestling? Is it like I know? Oh, I think no. she's actually on Glow right now. Oh, so that... That, yeah, that uh, makes sense. But, like, she never wrestled when she was even showing up, which is kind of frustrating. Oh, yeah. Like, I've never... Yeah, where's my Kong Aja Kong match? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we get that at All In 2 or whatever the hell they want to call it. Or All In 3. I don't know what they're up to. What uh, what potential program or match are you most excited for just in the early going for WrestleMania, would you say? Wait, are we talking about AEW or will you go back to WWE? I'm flip-flopping like crazy. Oh, okay. So you're talking about We're WrestleMania? flip-flopping this time. It's okay. I, mean, I hope Drew wins that title. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I think yeah. it's going to be a cool match. They have a lot of time to tell a good story with it, too, and Brock seems to actually give a shit about this, so we'll see. I have a feeling that uh, Edge was supposed to fight AJ Styles, but because of his injury, the Orton thing happened. Hmm. I'm down with it. Because like, AJ's like injured indefinitely. Yeah, has the, there's no timetable for him? As far as I know, yeah. That sucks. Especially going into WrestleMania. Yeah. But hopefully he uh, at least can get some sort of match. The stars are aligning for a really good show. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I love that Drew's gotten the Claymore kick with the 3-2-1. I think, like, if they build it right with that Brock moment, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's already caught on so well. So That's great. That's a yeah. really good point. Hopefully it's just not eight and a half hours long. Uh, it will be. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> Uh, did you see WWE announced their quarter earnings for last part of 2019? It's almost a billion dollars. Whoa. And that's still like, that not great for them, apparently. Like, their stock dropped so low. Wasn't it because they got rid of those two people that don't really matter? Yeah. This, this, it was like a <laughs> president and like a CFO. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> They'll just find two other corporate people to fill that void. It'll be fine. That's like typical dirt cheat stuff though of like i've never heard of those two people and then once they leave it's like the biggest deal in the world <laughs> if like uh, bruce pritchard left i'd be like whoa what in the hell's going on but <laughs> i don't even know their names george yeah george and barbara sound about right vince is working with former presidents to book wrestlemania I mean, he Wouldn't put it past him. He worked with a, a a a president before he was president to book a WrestleMania. That's, oh, that's right. true. Get me Bernie on the phone now! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was an article posted. Dude, you the other gotta, day on you the dirt gotta put Dolph. You gotta, you gotta push him farther. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, Bernie, your head is on your chest. <laughs> the top 1% of 1% is going to win the money in the bank briefcase. <laughs> oh my gosh, this makes we me want to see Bernie. We should not have a money in the bank. We should all be money in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we're all doomed, aren't we? Uh, there was a wrestling... Headline on a dirt sheet must have been a slow news day because the headline was Kobe's death made Reigns appreciate his daughter. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, I have no idea, Kevin, how you prepped the show, but I just see you looking once in a while and I'm like, what is he gonna say next? <laughs> I did not expect that. Because I make I like I hear shit and then I write it down I'm like oh Dude, we gotta talk I about love that in the pod. It, man. I never, like, I love how I don't prep at all for this. I just hop on. I'm like, I have no idea what's going to happen on here. (laughs) (laughs) Reigns this morning, Kobe's death through his daughter. I love that Reigns appreciates his daughter now. It's just (laughs) such a dumb headline. It took him, like, nine years. (laughs) Uh, Like, I could see Roman Reigns being like, yeah. Yeah, I, I really appreciate her now. That is my daughter. Never thought of her that way, but she's my daughter, and I appreciate her. <laughs> he did do that one, like, being a father ad. That, like, they, yeah. They, oh, yeah. Chris O'Neill did that, yeah. too. I wish they would do um, another season of Legends House on the network. I know that's super random, but I, lo- I live for that kind of awful reality TV. Do you? You would like that? I watched shit like that in, like, the late 2000s, like, the late aughts. Oh, it was the fucking worst, but I loved it. <laughs> like I watched every season of Surreal Life. I watched all those god awful of love shows on VH1. I was hooked. My favorite part of uh, the weekend is I'll get a random text from Harry saying, "I'm watching Ride Along. What the hell is up with Naomi or something?" Like that. Hey, what? <laughs> I'm like, damn, Harry is deep in the network right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good fandom. That is good fandom. Yeah, when's WWE screwed coming back? I want a season three. <laughs> was that the? Oh, did you guys see the trailer for the? Uh, it's for the ruthless aggression. It's like the next Monday Night Wars series. Oh wow! No, it oh that sounds like, cool. Uh, it looks kind of cool because of the slick production values, but like you can just tell they're just trying to create new content. But I kind of like that historical stuff they do. Yeah, uh, they do that really well. So it's going to be the ruthless aggression era. Yeah. just to look back it's on like it. Like seven episodes that like just talk about, and they have like new interviews with a lot of people. It actually looks kind of cool. That's they what they need that. to bring back. Is like the I know they do Chronicle and stuff, but like like that CM Punk documentary that was like a legit movie. It was. Yeah, that one broke the barrier of the standard WWE documentary. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Uh, yeah. Okay, give me your guys' top, like, two or three, like, wrestling DVDs in that, like, narrative capacity. So, like, maybe Rise and Fall of ECW or... Uh, that one's fantastic. Heartbreak and Triumph, the Shawn Michaels story, is oh, amazing. Oh, dude, I love that one. That one's so good. I have the CM Punk DVD that came out a while back. Best in the World? Yeah. Dude, that's a... I love that one. And then, uh... Yeah, I watched... When I started watching wrestling, I watched The Rise and Fall of ECW. I watched The Monday Night Wars, and I watched the Vince McMahon documentary. That's such a perfect intro. And an anonymous GM documentary. (laughs) Yeah, and then watching watching Hornswoggle come out from underneath the ring as the anonymous GM. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. Uh, 
What's another really good one? Um, uh, Mick Foley. I, I really like his. That, mm-hmm. that one's really... That, three Faces of Foley. That Andre the Giant documentary on HBO, it's so fucking sad. Yeah. yeah. So well done, mm-hmm. though. That's another really good one. Oh, it's really great, yeah. I just don't like whenever Hulk Hogan shows up, it kind of makes it just about him, because that guy fucking sucks. <laughs> that was a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I love uh, Harry ranting on this. That's that's my second favorite program behind Kev's, uh, Kev Mo's headlines. Those documentaries that they release on the network now, it's like they just put out last year's WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the WWE 24, right? I like that one. Yeah. I like that one. That was really good. Really good. Yeah, they're always so well done, but they, they love, like, showing all the wrestlers, like, Walking into the stadium and like being like, "This is what I worked so hard for." Yeah, it's yeah, becoming so like the dramatic. same narrative over and over again. It's like, all right, yeah, no, we know it's cool, but let's get a little more like, like we know that they're happy to be there. It's almost that like story's been told moment, so many times. Like, I need like five years retrospect to you know talk about like, oh, that was crazy when that happened, you know? Yeah, but this is just like their this yeah. is like their routine yeah. now. They just they put the WrestleMania one out right before the next WrestleMania, right? Which is great. It gets you in the mood for Mania, and they're usually they're well done, yeah. but there's. They really play to, like, I've worked so hard for this. And they cut to them, like, looking at the arena. It's just like, all right, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, yeah. like, the, like Ricochet, and then you see him come out, and then you remember that Aleister Black gets lifted up on that little wooden thing. And then they do that weird creaking noise, and it sounds like a roller coaster going up a hill. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> has that clicking sound. It's so dumb. They should have never done that. It sounds so fucking stupid. What about the pistol sound for Ricochet? I like that. Wait, you mean that? Ding, ding. Yeah, I love it's not that. a pistol sound. It's a ricochet sound. It's literally <laughs> something ricocheting off That's where he else. gets it from? Oh my god. I'm the mark. I don't even know where that came from. It's literally something yeah, ricocheting off of something else going... Ba-ding, ba-ding. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's so bad. On the nose at all. Ricochet is one of the best wrestlers with the worst character development. He literally is just cool dude from the indies who can flip. It makes me like so sad because yeah. he's so fucking good. Like he's gonna be yeah. murdered by Brock Lesnar. It's gonna be awesome. Oh, it's but gonna like... be so. I mean, I'm not gonna watch it. It's a fucking Saudi show. Yeah, I'm not touching it's weird that show. How the, remember the first one came out. It might have been Super Showdown. Everyone was like, oh, this is going to be, like, really awesome. This is a great card. And you watch, you're like, oh, shit. This is, like, the worst house show in American history. Yeah, yeah it was so bad. It's a house show with the budget of a WrestleMania. Yeah. It's fucking insane. And it looks like shit. The greatest Royal Rumble was the greatest insult of all time. <laughs> uh, I hate that they include it in, like, the mythology with the record books, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Strowman had the most Strowman did not eliminate the most people. Well, now he's tied with Lesnar. Oh, God. yes. Thank God. That's what I was hoping they were trying to break that, but so that I mean, wouldn't have liked yeah. that. Bill Goldberg's going to be on SmackDown tomorrow. Are you guys stoked? Oh, great. We're going to have him at a, a Saudi show and almost kill somebody because he can't wrestle. <laughs> God, what if that's how they market that the, it? The only way I'm watching a Bill Goldberg match is if it's against Matt Riddle and Matt Riddle just whoops his ass. I will say that I thought the Dolph match and segment from SummerSlam was fun. Oh, yeah, it was, what it it was, was. pretty good. And the Undertaker match, I'll never watch it again because it's too awkward, but it was such a train wreck <laughs> that I couldn't take my eyes off of it. It did cross the line of so bad it's good, Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's so bad, except they almost paralyzed themselves. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, God. man. They're I can't da- imagine. Do you think they're going to do a rematch? I hope so. Do you think it would go... Uh, do you think they could actually pull a decent match out? Uh, if they took a shitload of Vicodin. And Viagra. I thought you were going to say Viagra first. I was like, oh, shit. They're yeah. going to both turn <laughs> into took... the wrestler right before the match starts. Yeah, Mickey exactly. Rourke is going to come back. They're going to do three-way. It'll be Randy the Ram. Is that a reference to the wrestler? <laughs> but I feel so like good. I don't want to see like the Undertaker turn into that, you know? Oh, he will. He will I for those paychecks. So sad. He's legitimately going to die in that ring. Vince will not let him stop, well, and he he won't stop taking paychecks to pay for all his Michelle McCool kids. <laughs> <laughs> are they have? Are they just cranking out of drive the saddest life cycle ever? <laughs> It's Mark, Mark, you need to do. You need to fly twenty hours to a dangerous country and have another match. I will not do that. You, <laughs> Mark, I'm sorry. I gave birth to another child. We need six million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the only way to do that is to almost paralyze Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> He's not booked for Mania this year, I don't think, so that's good. I mean, there's still plenty of time. When was the last time that happened? Yeah, we'll see what hey, happens. Hey, what, what did he do last year? Was he on the Mania card? I don't think so. Is that that? Oh, that's not when he beat Cena? That was two years ago? That was two years ago. I remember thinking, like, oh, like, they're going to have a legit awesome match. It's going to go 20, 25 minutes, and then, like, obviously they had to do it that route. Yeah, where Cena basically jobbed to him. It's kind of cool, I guess. I, I love seeing a drinking beer and beers in the audience. That was great. That was so awesome. Yeah, Undertaker was not there at WrestleMania last year. Yeah, not this year either. So maybe the guy's winding down. Or he's just waiting for this the Saudi, Saudi paychecks. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. If if Steve Austin returns the ring at a Saudi show, I'm, I'm, I'm quitting gonna... this podcast. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, you know I'm that Edge is probably going to have his first in-ring match solo in Saudi Arabia probably. That's very possible. Wait, who? Edge. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. These Saudi shows. me like, um, I, I want to believe that Edge, I, I know he came back for the right reasons, but I don't want to find out that he's like, oh, I got to get in that sweet Saudi money and risk putting my neck on the line. I think he genuinely yeah. wanted to come back. This would be like a, an extra thing. Like the look on his face yeah. when he came in and the rumble was just said everything. Unbelievable. It was so good. Yeah. That was such a moment. Unbelievable. That, Really was a moment. Do you have to get going soon? It's eight oh four. Yeah, we yeah. should probably let's call it. We don't need to go an hour and twenty like okay, last week. Cool. Yeah, that's fun. I think that's better than we're we're figuring it out. I really i uh, I want to get start getting some friends on here that we sh- give them something to watch and then they talk about it through their non wrestling fan eyes. Yeah, I'm gonna start getting that going. I'm starting to feel like there's a good groove going on here, so that's good. How are For you guys sure. feeling? Yeah, I'm into it. I'm especially glad Reigns appreciates his daughter now. <laughs> okay, I'll we'll talk to Bye you guys, guys soon. Yep, talk to you guys soon. Good stuff. Bye. And that is WrestlePodia Episode 3. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're getting thousands of new listeners by the week, and it's just the most exciting thing that I've ever been a part of in my entire life. Harry and Joe have been awesome podcast partners, and I look forward to continuing this project with them and looking forward to the friends that we have on in the near future. Until next episode, thanks for listening, and happy wrestling.